Hello, this is Yaro, and welcome to the Entrepreneur's Journey podcast. Today's guest is Tracy Raftel. Hello, this is Yaro Stark, and welcome to an Entrepreneur's Journey podcast. Today, I have a, a wonderful guest interview with, uh, I always say wonderful because I love it when I have graduates of my blog mastermind program on, and I'm pretty sure this person is definitely one of the, the earlier uh, graduates or case studies we can talk about, and it's, it's a really interesting story because I've had two people cover the same subject and both have had success, so I really would love to go through this interview and show you that you can actually potentially, let's not say copy someone else, but you can definitely go into the same niche and succeed. And uh, yeah, let's hear the story. So Tracy, Tracy Raftel, hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Coming to us live from Canada, I believe. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, Tracy's from the lovevitamin.com. Now it's an a clear skin, amazing life, incredible you. That's her catchphrase. So it's an acne uh, treatment and support blog. And now, Tracy, I'm not even sure. Did you go through just my blog mastermind program? Yeah, that was it. That was like the whole foundation of everything I learned in the beginning to start blogging was, yeah, blog mastermind. Blog mastermind, great. So now we've just been having a little pre-chat just so I can get my head around where Tracy's at. And uh, I now know that I knew she had ebooks. So she's, if you go to her website, in fact, at thelovevitamin.com, you can see her ebooks page and you'll find there's these five ebooks for sale there. And she just told me she's also making money from selling Amazon uh, affiliate products, so linking to things in your blog posts. And last year, you made $80,000 from basically these, these two sources of income Amazon affiliate sales and selling your own ebooks, which I find incredible because. As I said to you before, they're all under sort of fifty dollars each product. So you have to sell a lot of them in order to yeah. to make eighty thousand a year. So you've obviously yeah. got some very good conversion. But um, obviously, we're here to tell the whole story. So what I love about this is, like I said, that the reason why I mentioned at the beginning that you went to the same market is I was uh, heavily involved in coaching um, another woman, uh, Frances Kerr, who started a blog on originally alternative health, which then turned into acne treatment, and then she went back into other alternative health things, and she had a, a great success story. And I remember seeing your face pop up on her blog as a guest writer, and then right. going and checking your site out, and I was like, it's very similar in terms of the subject matter. You're also doing acne. And I really love the fact that you made that work because so many people will mm-hmm. find someone else who is doing something that they know about and they think, oh, I'll just do the same thing and it's it's easy, but then they give up way before they get anywhere because they discover how hard it is. So um, can you maybe take us back uh, in time to not just maybe even before you found Fran with her acne blog, but mm-hmm. you know, even before that, were, have you... What's what's your life story, Tracy? What have you been doing before you were an internet marketer? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, um, I I don't know. I was just a person. I flitted from job to job. I waitress this and that. Couldn't figure out what I wanted to do with my life, etc. Um, and then I came down with severe adult acne all of a sudden, which was obviously very emotionally painful experience and I was determined to get rid of it and I wanted to do it naturally 
um, so without drugs or chemicals or anything. And so I spend a lot of my time researching nutrition, this and that, reading acne blogs, and that included Franz. Um, and I even I started taking a um, holistic nutrition um, course, like a school course. And yeah, basically I just was one day sort of thinking about what am I going to do again with my life? <laughs> and particularly with my nutrition course, it was like, um, uh, you know, who am I going to start a bricks or mortar business? You know, like, what am I going to do with this? And when I thought about it, it was like, if I started a bricks and mortar business, then pool of people that I can help is smaller. So I have to help people with a huge range of ailments. When when I was honest with myself, like really the thing I was interested in was acne because that's what I was going through. Uh, so one day it just kind of came to me and I was like, you know what? Like this whole blogging thing, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, yeah, it was just like a, re- a revelation. All of a sudden it was just like, you know, I read all these blogs and, you know, Fran, obviously she was an inspiration. Like I felt like, you know, I was her target audience, obviously, like, I felt like I really related to her, and we were the similar type of person, and um, I just thought, you know what, I can do that, and so when I decided, and that's why I found you, because you had interviewed her, and I thought, okay, like, this guy knows what he's talking about, <laughs> I'll take his course, so I did Blog Mastermind, and yeah, so that's where it started. And and admittedly, because we were so similar, me and Fran, in the beginning, I did have, you know, some anxiety about what would she think? Would she think that I was just copying her and this and that? And there was some fear there. But um, after I was blogging for a while, I realized that, like, just because we're similar and we're in a similar niche doesn't mean that we're the exact same person. You know, we're still different people with different experiences and that means we're both valuable and that when people comes come along and they might find both of our blogs you know they're going to choose who they resonate with or they can you know they can learn from both of us so mm-hmm. yeah there was some fear about that in the beginning from being too similar but i realized in the end that it was you know you're always different like you are you and yeah. she's her and, and yeah it's, it's funny because there's so many people who write about my subject, you know, teaching, yeah. blogging, and internet marketing. You, you don't even second guess someone who just comes and does the same thing. It's just happens every day. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's funny because like my niche is relatively or not relatively, like extremely small compared to yeah, the I guess it's the small up. village, right? Like you just opened up a blacksmith opposite the other guy's blacksmith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as opposed to you opened up a hairdresser in a massive city like New York City, you know, it, yeah. it you notice exactly. it more. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So, uh I'm prior to this experience with your your blog, did you have any experience with a a business of anything of your own or even no. an in, a website? <laughs> did you have a website of your own before uh, that? I don't know, maybe in middle school I <laughs> tried to make silly little websites, but they weren't, you know, that that was about it. I've always been a little bit, I guess, a computer nerd. Like, I always spent a lot of time on the computer, like, creating and doing random things. And so it kind of made sense. Like, here I am interested in this subject. I like researching. I like teaching. I 
like helping people, but I also like the computer. Like it just kind of fit. Business? No, I didn't have any business experience mm. whatsoever. I am quite impressed to hear that. Impressed and <clears throat> excuse me, also a little worried that you're a one-woman show still as well. You are literally <laughs> doing everything yourself. Not always recommended. <laughs> everything, but almost like I do occasionally outsource like some tech things and this and that. I'm I'm doing it more often, but I don't have like a dedicated virtual assistant mm. or anything like that. But I do outsource more. But in the beginning, I did absolutely everything and i just learned it all from scratch and kind of monkey wrenched my way through it including all the coding and all that stuff well to take us through that process so uh, did did you you did my program then start your blog or you had the blog first and then joined blog mastermind no i I think it was about the same time like i bought blog mastermind and i was too impatient to do the week by week thing so i (laughs) bought it all at once and just dove into it and started the blog about the same time and like as i went along i just kind of figured okay i need to learn this or i don't know how to do that so i just got on google and figured it out okay so you register the lovevitamin.com install wordpress Yep. <laughs> and if I remember right, I, I probably would have told you to write your life story post and do yes, a, do that. <laughs> okay, good, your about page. And then yeah, and then you would have started writing your pillar articles, if that's <laughs> a typical yeah, formula. I <laughs> yeah, I did that. I got my newsletter all set up and got Aweber and yeah, did so, everything you told me to do. That's a good student, love it. <laughs> so, okay, so. Oh, <laughs> well, it worked. So, yeah. Hey. The the part that usually stumps people is actually the traffic generation in this area and then making the money part. So can you just sort of take us through the first few months of this process? You're releasing posts. Right. You've got this newsletter uh, email list. Did you give away uh, like a free ebook straight away? And how did you even create that if you did? Uh, yeah, I, I the first thing I had was like for five free recipes or something. Later, I changed it to an ebook. Um. But yeah, I had the free gift thing going on. And yeah, I basically, I wrote uh, articles and I made YouTube videos. And what else did I do? Did people just find you? Or, or did you? I think they just found me. Like, I didn't do blog commenting or anything like that. Um, pretty much that was it. Like, YouTube and Google, I guess. I'm not really sure. Like, it, it grew slowly in the beginning, that's for sure. But mm. like, people almost right away came and started commenting and asking questions and that kind of thing. So I had a pretty good audience, like, right off the bat. But, yeah. I mean, I didn't, yeah. So Were they, so obviously you did guest posting because you wrote on, on Fran's High and Health blog. Actually, the only guest posting I did was on Fran's. And okay. to be honest, I actually didn't find that there was a whole lot of traffic that I got from that. Like, it just, it almost didn't really seem worthwhile so right. I kind of did like a few things for her and then kind of fell off and I I never really did guest post again because it was sort of like in my niche there isn't I mean I guess I could have branched out into uh, things like natural beauty blogs and that kind of thing but I didn't read those kind of things so I mm. didn't I, I don't know it's like the niche is so small it's not exactly it's not like the you know the online business niche where it's like you have your pick of yeah, I do wonder how big the niche is, though. Like, I, I see what you mean by small, as in there's not a lot of people like yourself writing about it. But yeah. obviously, you know, Clearasil and 
um, proactive. Right. Those yeah, two. That, are, that's the difference. Is like there's there's acne blogs and then there's natural acne blogs. So acne blogs are about you know getting rid of acne with Clearasil and trying different pro like commercial conventional products. Um, so what I do is like I teach people how how to get rid of acne with natural means like diet lifestyle changes um you know just being healthier mm. and using natural products like you know washing your face with honey for example so that's the difference in my niche the natural acne niche there isn't a lot of like big people like fran was the biggest so and i didn't get a lot of traffic from guest posting for her mm. so i kind of just gave up on that so do you think it was just you hitting the sweet spot with the types of articles you wrote and then word of mouth was helping you grow? It's hard to say. I guess it was just Google, YouTube, word of mouth because mm. I didn't do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I mean, there's usually some sort of trigger point. Like uh, maybe YouTube really was the trigger point for you because you, you would have got on there and... and hopefully tapped into a, a bit of that early search volume on YouTube or people looking for help with acne and then they finding yeah. you and so on. So uh, not a sure. Couple of, a couple of years later, I did have a really big jump in traffic and um, overall um, just, yeah, boost was like uh, I started participating in bundle sales where a bunch of different bloggers, health bloggers in my case, bundle their ebooks together and sell it at okay. like a reduced price um and so from that i started getting a lot more exposure uh networking with people in the bundle and people reviewing my book and that kind of thing so that actually um really helped but before that it was like for two years it was just kind of like youtube and blogging mm, amazing <laughs> yeah. as much as that is is a slow growth one thing yeah. I like about it is you can just sit there and indulge in your passion, get everything out of your head onto videos and onto articles, and you know it grows. It, it's like mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't recommend today. Maybe everyone just sit there and, and hope that that will work. Like yeah, I, <laughs> it's hard to say because I mean I started in early 2011, which was I, it seems to me like you know if you started your blog back in like 2006 or seven, it was just like there weren't very many blogs on the internet, so you're like bound to get big. And then it was sort of like my era <laughs> where it was like maybe a little bit harder. But now I'm just like oh, I don't, I have no idea. Like, what is it? Way harder to you know get known? I don't know. Well, 2011. So. That's that's pretty you know far advanced for the internet I, I agree with you when I started the sort of oh six oh five period the blog thing was just getting started, and obviously the YouTube thing wasn't really even that there yet so mm -hmm. you couldn't you could just jump on board and write and produce content and build a following <laughs> if you're consistent yeah. but around your time, normally <laughs> I would be telling my <laughs> coaching students, which I, I do today is you have to sort of break your effort into outreach as well getting yourself featured on whether mm -hmm. it's press or getting interviewed on podcasts or you know being featured on someone else's video on youtube just finding ways to open up those communication channels and it sounds like maybe you got lucky i don't know <laughs> tracy <laughs> but you must have had some great content and i i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of it's from uh, maybe the power of social media and word of mouth and and um maybe a little bit like you said there's not 
too much sophisticated competition in the health alternatives of the natural treatment of acne. And if you are consistent, as it sounds like you were, then you started to get rewarded for it. So anyway, let's let's go forward. So you you were doing this for months. How was your email list growing? And when did you decide that it's time to make money? Or how did you make your first first dollar? So I... Um, it was about six months in, I just kind of grew my audience from there and I started to write my first ebook, which was about food and acne. And I kind of, uh, I launched that. I think I had probably a thousand email subscribers, maybe. I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think it's probably somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I launched and yeah, like I was like, wow, I'm making money. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like a lot of money, but it was, you know, it was some. And can, can you break it down what you did? Like, you know, again, you're just one one girl, so no tech support. You need right. a payment processor. You need to have a sales page. You need to put together right. the ebook and a place where people can download it after they buy it. Then you have to send emails and convince people to yeah. buy it. How did you do all that? <laughs> Um, I guess I just, I don't know. I somehow monkey wrenched myself a sales page with like CSS and whatever HTML. I don't know. Like I just sort of tried to figure out the basics of what I wanted to do. And I somehow made a sales page. Um, and you wrote and, the words yourself, I, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're not a copywriter by background either, are you? No. no. Um, I probably just looked at somebody else's sales page somewhere and <laughs> went for it, which I realize now is I, I rewrote it later. That it's better to just use your own words. Um, well, you can borrow ideas, but use your own words. That's what I find works. You gotta but, make yeah. it sound like you. Anyway, so I, yeah, I must have researched that and threw together a sales page. Somehow someone told me to use eJunkie. Maybe it was you. I don't know. <laughs> Um, and then I, I probably just sent in an email to my list. <laughs> you probably did. <laughs> you, you said, I must not. <laughs> I sounds, don't know, a few years ago now. <laughs> you sound so nonchalant about this. So it's like, yeah. And I'm thinking, so, you know, you're doing this and you get like a few sales coming back. Now, I'm really curious about your motivation through all this, Tracy, because, you know, six months is a long time and you must be wondering, is this ever going to pay for my basic living expenses and things like right. that? Like how was- My point there was my goal was that I wanted to make the same amount or like replace my income from, you know, I never had a whole like very high paying jobs before that. So, you know, I was probably making like $2,000 a month or something in my previous job. And I wanted to get to that point where I was making that much money. Um, that was like my sort of, Success, <laughs> um, whatever you call it, you know my your goal. Yeah. When I when I when I won, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I I mean, like, who wouldn't want a blog uh, that makes two thousand dollars a month? That 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 would help a lot of people, right? So yeah, exactly. It was like I could live on that income, so that was my goal. Um, so when I launched the ebook, I wasn't quite making that much, but it was like, wow, I'm on my way. And to be honest, like I always. The, most bloggers say they had a point where they were about to give up or they were so frustrated and I just kind of always knew it was going to work out like I, I really didn't have that much doubt about it I just knew it was going to work why? <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> I just knew So maybe it was the strength of, 
of your knowledge combined with seeing other people make money yeah, in the industry. Yeah, and- it was like, here I had this awesome blueprint that you gave me. I saw other people doing it. I just, you know, my audience was growing slowly. I just kind of knew it was going to happen. So I wasn't, yeah, so I wasn't making a living at that point, what I considered to be a living at that point. But later on, I revised that ebook and instead made it into more of an all around. So that was only focusing on food, whereas like, I feel like there's a lot of different facets to health. And I kind of changed it into more of like an all around kind of ebook that was a complete system mm-hmm. and sold that. That one sold better. And then I made another product probably about a year in that was similar. It was kind of another ebook. It was actually more like a, a program, like a sort of cleanse thing that I guided people through. And they had an ebook and meal plans and that mm. kind of thing. So that was my second product that I launched in the, yeah, about a year in. And, and that's when I kind of felt like, all right, <laughs> this is it. I think I was, I, I kind of had replaced my income at that point and just from those two ebooks. So those ebooks kept selling for you. Like, I know when we keep saying the word launched an ebook and you, you would have obviously. Yeah, they keep yeah it's just like kind of goes on autopilot after that although the cleanse thing i did it more as a it was more like a course like it i did launches of it like every six weeks it was like people could buy it all month but then there was a group of people that started it all at the same time and they had like a private forum with me and that kind of thing so with that there was a a launch every six weeks or like i just basically send the list an email and say hey this is starting soon sign up so, so yeah. but other than that, yeah, it's like it's pretty much on autopilot. You know? Okay, and how does the autopilot work for you? Do they just read your blog posts and buy, or do you have some sort of funnel process? Um, I, yeah, I haven't. They read my blog posts. I do have an ad at the bottom of my blog post for the ebook. Um, I have when they get on my newsletter. I do talk about it in one of my emails near the beginning of the sequence. Um, so, yeah, that's basically right. so you, how it goes. You do have a sequence then. So you have like a, a, an email autoresponder, yeah, automated like emails. They all go through. Emails in the... I, it needs to be updated, but... Right. Well, it's <laughs> yeah, working. It's there. I did what you told me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it, it is really find the blog, read some posts, maybe buy your book then, maybe join your newsletter to get the free resource you give them. Then yeah. they go through a sema- sequence of emails that you've already written from yeah, beforehand. In my, actually, in my newsletter, I do in one newsletter mention my main ebook, and then but in all my newsletters, there is like an ad on the side of the newsletter that has a picture of the main ebook. Right. Um, from there, if they buy the main ebook, I go through it. Um, as they go through it, I will mention my other ebooks, which I now have five, as you said. Like, I'll mention other ebooks, uh, like, say, the section about uh, natural skincare or something. And then uh, I'll say, hey, if you want to learn more about this particular subject then check out this other ebook i have so i guess that is kind of the funnel it's like get them to buy the you know the main book and then from there they see why they might need these other ones nice okay so cross promotions like that yeah 
have you found because it's pretty hard to write an ebook like there's a bit of work required and you've written five of them now so yeah how is it is hard (laughs) you know what it's like and you you have to format it get a cover done put pictures in it there's a lot of work to it so i do all that stuff yeah i know i could i could probably do more of them if i didn't do everything myself but it is a pretty exhausting process so i've been doing about maybe two a year i guess and yeah. every time you do it, you obviously see a jump in your income, right? Actually, the, well, at first that was true, but the last few books, I thought, oh, yeah, this will jump my income. And, like, obviously it did during the launch, but I actually found overall it didn't jump my income that much. I'm I'm actually starting to wonder if people are just getting confused about, you know, there's too many options. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess when you have that many <laughs> ebooks about this subject, you will reach yeah, a, a saturation I mean, point. Yeah, very distinct and just go into detail about different areas of it. Like they can they can get the main ebook and get the whole like blueprint and you know, everything, but if there's certain parts of it that yeah. go into more detail, but I think I do think people might be getting confused and going, oh, well, like, you know, before there was this one option and now it's kind of like, oh, I have to buy all of these. I don't know. So I, I, I'm working on figuring out a better mm. system. But Yeah, that's why it's good to have escalating types of products, like having yeah, an ebook exactly. and a course. You can- I feel like they're all kind of too maybe similar and they're just confusing yeah. people, but I don't know. Well, you're doing well enough with this, right? So now yeah, you, the exactly. other... The other income stream you've got is uh, affiliate products sold through Amazon's affiliate yeah. uh, system. So when did you add that to this process? Uh, I added that pretty soon, like in the first year. But I didn't make very much money from it at first, probably just because I didn't have a very big audience, I guess. But um, I started, yeah, I kind of made like you know $100, $200 a month. In the beginning, what were you selling? And like, what, what was the first few things you promoted? Um, <laughs> I don't really remember, but you know how like Amazon has everything in existence. <laughs> yes, so it's like any time I talked about anything, it was just like just link it. Well, not anything, but it was like sometimes there's a few like products that I really like and it really helped me. Like, there's a certain supplement I really like, and like I said, I wash my face with honey that kind of thing so it's so there's a few like i guess you'd call pillar articles that um, i talk about yeah just a product that i use people want to use the things that i use right so i just link it to amazon right is it mostly skincare related yeah so or like health related which is you know my niche is like improve your health you improve your skin so right now i'm a bit curious though because amazon is notoriously known for giving a low percentage commission right. you know you get like cents on the dollar so and you right. you told That's me you're right. you're doing two thousand dollars a month on average from the commissions from amazon which is incredibly high you must like that's a lot of face cream. So, you know, how does is yeah, it? Absolutely. Yeah, they do listen to what I suggest. And um, it does help writing. If I write a blog post about the particular thing, it's never like me going, hmm, I, you know, have this product. I'll make up why you should buy it. It's always like something that I was going to talk about anyway. But then I just link it to Amazon. Um, so it really helps to write blog posts about the Amazon product and like why you like it and just kind of do it naturally, you know, like you're telling a friend. 
Um, so, it, yeah, like, I mean, they have very low thing, but it adds up. Like, um, in the beginning, like I said, I was only making $102 or $200 a month. And then one month, I just randomly made, like, 400 and I was like, whoa. <laughs> you know, I was sort of like, huh, like, what? Like, I'm making money from Amazon? Like, I just didn't, I never really saw it as a viable income stream. It was just, like, pocket change, right? Um, and then one month, it just kind of randomly jumped. And I sort of thought, huh, maybe I should, like, take this more seriously. And I started linking more consistently. Like, kind of before I was sort of, you know, I would link if I remembered. But... Right. After that, I started linking more consistently. And then one day, I had an idea that I should make a resource page. So um, if you go to my blog up on the menu, it says things I, things I love. And it has a list of all the products that I really like. And I linked the blog posts where I talk about them and, of course, to Amazon. And once I added that page, my Amazon affiliate income jumped like, a thousand dollars a month or something like it went way up and I was like whoa <laughs> you know I was stoked because <laughs> I didn't see that coming yeah, All right, I really I'm looking yeah, at I it. never thought that Amazon was going to be like a big income stream okay but, so it's the lovevitamin.com forward slash resources and you've got manuka honey I never know how to say this is it jojoba or yojoba oil jojoba <laughs> oh, jojoba thank <laughs> you silent. <laughs> MSM cream, magic mitt. <laughs> okay, you got natural soap, baking yeah, soda. To understand, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> this is not my niche, so but I can see like how this. Could... Yeah, that's the thing about this niche is acne. People with acne, they like products, like physical products. And actually, I remember Fran because that's why Fran has her store where she actually sells physical products like mm. she ships them has them and ships them but i don't know this seems way easier <laughs> yeah i guess it's you get a larger chunk of the the revenue if you ship it yeah. yourself but you definitely yeah. increase your work sure. yeah okay all right so i can see how this the combination of your own ebooks combined with all these products that you sell via amazon's affiliate program and then that makes you eighty thousand dollars a year which is definitely that goal that you're working towards so yeah. did did what happened over the years that you just noticed everything was increasing and then one day you woke up and you realized i'm making my goal is that sort of what happened yeah like i said it was about a year in that i sort of hit that mark where it was like two thousand dollars and then I kind of, you know, I got a bit complacent after that because I, you know, I, and this is about like limiting beliefs and all that kind of thing where like I just didn't, I knew people were making a better living on the internet from blogging exactly what I was doing, but I just didn't really like, I didn't see myself as that kind of person or I just, I didn't believe that could be me. Um, so I didn't really try very hard to like further the business. It was kind of like I just kind of kept on. And even without trying the next year, I made, I don't know. In the first year, I probably made about six or seven grand or something from the business. And in the second year, I made 30 grand. This is before expenses, but like my expenses aren't very high. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, second year. And then 
after that, I kind of changed my mindset and I realized I, I got sick of being, you know, not having much money and like I wanted to have a house and have a down payment. And I was just like, Ugh. you got ambitious. <laughs> so I, like, yeah, I got ambitious all of a sudden. And um, yeah, so I started writing more ebooks and, you know, working harder on the business to move it forward. And yeah, last year, 2013, brought in $80,000. What really helped, like I said, I mentioned those um, bundle sales that I participated in because that grew my traffic and also um, those sales did really well. Like I made a fair bit of money in those mm. sales, so that really helped. How, so. how did that happen? Did they approach you or did you approach them? Um, back Way back when I started the blog, there's a guy named... Todd <laughs> Dozenberry, <laughs> who also had an acne blog, but he switched out of his acne niche and went to like a more general health niche, paleo. Um, anyway, but I was in contact with him and we kind of were internet friends and he, he later on decided to organize these bundle sales. So I kind of had that contact and he was like, hey, be in my bundle sale. And I was like, okay. So I did, and it just, yeah, it turned out really well. Now, when you say a bundle sale, so everyone involved with it puts their product into the bundle. There's one price to get all the products, and then you yeah, all promote it. Like 100 ebooks for $37 or something. And how much do you get from that? Uh, he gave her a pretty high percentage, so it was like maybe 30 30 one or two or maybe three so okay so it's like selling one of your ebooks but you get exposed to everyone else promoting the same thing yeah exactly and people are really motivated to buy it because they're getting this incredible deal okay so really most of the sales still came from your own audience but they were just getting so much for the the same sort of price that you you sold more exactly it just ended up being a really profitable Right, which kind of demonstrates if you bundled your stuff together maybe with a few products, you could probably make a lot of sales, right? <laughs> I know. I guess, I guess the thing is I've been working towards bundling them together, but I wanted to wait until I had a bunch of products to make it like really yeah. like awesome bundle. But the problem is that I've been, you know, like like we talked about, writing ebooks, it's not easy. It's, mm. a, it's a pretty big deal. So it's kind of like been going slower than I it, imagined. <laughs> it is tricky because I remember... Just my own last year, I, I put together three e-guides and bonuses for them. And I remember having a very clear vision. I said, I, I want to sell these as bundles because they, they are mm-hmm. so compatible. And yeah. the, the challenge is you release one, but you can't sell the other ones because they don't exist yet. And you, you don't have the bundle. And then you end up, you know, you have to sort of spend the time before you yeah. can actually finally realize the products in order to start doing the cool things like bundles, like upsells, yeah. like cross sells. Because, like for example, your first ebook where you started to recommend your other ebooks, when you first yeah. wrote it, there was no other ebooks to recommend yeah. into it. So, I think one of the key skills to learn, and you no doubt would have got better at this over time, is is rapid product creation. Like just getting quicker at yeah. certain things. I'm and that. I'm I'm trying to get better. <laughs> yeah, so am I. Well, you're always trying to get better at that job, but yeah. um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a very quick writer it takes me a long time to sort of formulate what i want into words and i also find it slightly exhausting mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know it's mentally it, taxing to like you know i have all these ideas but putting them all on the paper it's you know you should do a video course instead if you like video so much you know 
Yeah, but I actually prefer writing. Okay. You like yeah. it, but you're slow at it. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. I just, you know, so it doesn't lend itself to okay. rapid. Now, d- forgive me for being a little self-indulgent with this question, but uh, given you are a blog mastermind graduate, can you mm-hmm. highlight any of the particular things you think that you learned, applied, and most helped in the whole process you've gone through as, as a, a professional blogger? I can call yourself that. So, uh, hmm. <laughs> Well, like... Because I know you followed it like almost to a T. You did everything in terms of pillar articles and email list and about page and you know life story and all that. And it, it worked, thank God, right? <laughs> so, yeah. But is there... And I know it sounds like you were incredibly confident in terms of yeah. this is just going to work. I'm going to do it and it's going to work because there's examples and I've got the, the blueprint in front of me, what Yarrow's teaching and friends, the case study, it's worked. I'm going to do the same thing. And I love the fact that you did go into a market without worrying the fact that someone else was already there and you, you made it work. But there must be something that you've done that you, you, know, you personally feel was in particularly uh, effective for you. I think, hmm. <laughs> I think my thing is just that I'm really honest and I, like, I took my audience through a journey with me because when I started the blog, I wasn't complete. Like, I had... Like I said, I came down with severe acne. Sorry, there's someone laughing on the street out there. Yep. Um, so I had severe acne and I got rid of it, but I only got rid of it about 90%. And I had this like sort of stubborn acne hanging around that I was trying to get rid of. And I also... Um, I wasn't really emotionally over it. Like I was scared about acne coming back and this kind of thing. And so I took my audience through this whole journey and I was totally honest and I didn't pretend to be perfect about it. Like I knew everything or that I never got a pimple ever. It was like I I blogged about my whole journey, all my feelings, all everything. I think people could really relate, you know, like other acne blogs. It's just kind of like, here, try this treatment. But like they see, they can relate to the person behind it and the struggles and everything. And, um, so I don't know if that's something you taught in your course, but I I remember, I mean, the fact that you said, you know, write your life story, put a picture up, let, let people get to know you was really, I think that's probably the secret of my success. (laughs) So, yeah, I, Definitely agree. It's just one of the most powerful things of blogging is being that transparent and open. I often mm-hmm. question, like, should I write about this level of personal stuff on my blog, even though it, it's kind of left field. I'm writing a business blog, but I'm going to suddenly talk about something else. Yeah, And that often ends up helping you because it creates that human-to-human rapport. So exactly. it sounds like you've done a great job of that. And obviously, it's it's a very painful problem, acne. I, I, don't, I don't mean yeah. physically. I mean emotionally. It's, uh, yeah. it's you know something that are, people are very motivated to deal with and to, exactly. see, to see you go through it with your blog and write about it and then overcome it is very compelling. So mm-hmm. I think um, your point about... Yeah about writing your own unique story too is is really critical because that's what I keep telling other people. If you're going to jump into a market that already has a lot of other bloggers and, and writers and creatives and experts, that's okay if you've got a story to tell. Exactly. And you have to be yourself 100% because that's what's going to differentiate you in the end. 
like and don't be afraid to say what you really mean and be who you really are because the people who like you are really going to like you and the people who don't well they don't matter <laughs> they're not going to buy your stuff anyway so who cares right <laughs> exactly so one more um question in regards to training programs now you obviously took mine i don't know if you ended up taking any other programs along the way but what's your opinion on taking part in a course or you know studying it's not just free information because there's plenty of free information yeah. online uh, what do you believe when's the right time basically and should everyone go through a paid training program you know, what's your take on, on that uh, well you don't have to but i remember thinking like your course was 100 percent worth it because Otherwise, it just would have taken me a lot longer. I probably wouldn't have been so confident that it was going to work. It, you know, like the yeah, the free information is there, but it's so nice to have it like in order and somebody who's successful telling you just this is what you do. And also, of course, paying for something is way more motivating because you parted with your hard-earned money. And when I first started this, I was friggin' broke. Like I was. <laughs> I was so poor and it was just like, you know, it, I, it was worth the money. It was worth every penny. It just, it would have taken so much longer. So since you, I didn't take another training course for probably two years. And, um, I did start when I remember when I last year and I said that I started getting a bit more ambitious, that's when I, now I follow people like, uh, Leonie Dawson, Marie Forleo, and those kind of people. Um, right, and I actually I just started the a four thousand dollar course with Kat Laturzo. Wow, uh, which is pretty out of my comfort zone. Like I, I you know, but I I think I'm so excited about it because now I I know what to do, where to go. It's just like and paying that much money is so motivating. <laughs> You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the fact that you were, like you said, broke when you bought my program and you bought the yeah. upfront version. So you spent $500 on that thing. So yeah. that, that would have, that's one week's salary at the time, I believe, for you. So, yeah. you know, there's nothing like, uh, it's, it's a funny thing where free information is often available for everything. Yet, like you said, if you don't put some sort of pain as in I'm losing money, I need to, I'm spending yeah. money, you don't do the work. It's kind of a, almost like a yeah. sad part of us in some ways, but um, yeah. it's necessary. I'm the same. I've taken part in courses and whenever I spend money on them, that, those are the ones I wholeheartedly implement and go through them two or three times usually. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, All right. So what I'm, I'm pretty like, I'm not like a spendthrift, you know, like some people just spend money on course after course after course like I'm very choosy about it but it was like you know I have my ambitions of where I want to take the blog it's just like I, I've been working on them and it's just it was happening too slowly so I was like I just need some motivation I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it and do some like high-end shit here so <laughs> rock <Yeah>. on <laughs> okay Tracy so um, along those lines just sort of move towards the end of the interview here what mm-hmm. what do you want to do next with this? Like I know you and I were talking prior about just some simple things in terms of product bundling and different types mm-hmm. of products and things, but that's just aspects of uh, what could be a big business. Are, are you, and given you just told me you've enrolled in a fairly high-end coaching program by the sound of things, uh, where is your ambition taking, to, taking you next? 
Well, uh, like I told you before we started the interview, I want to create more of a funnel. Like I want to next create an e-course based on my main ebook. So sort of similar information, same system, but I'm going to, you know, create videos and more actionable steps and accountability and like a a private forum and that kind of thing. So an e-course and then I wanted to have a sort of an academy sort of thing where, you know, they get all my eBooks, all, all the course and access to me and that kind of thing. So, um, basically that's where my Mm -hmm. funnel is sort of taking me. I told you before that I don't, I don't really do one-on-one coaching because I, what my number one thing that I love about online business is like the freedom and the flexibility and, you know, if somebody, one of my friends says, hey, you want to do this or that, you want to go on a five-day rock climbing trip or, to, you know, whatever, it's like I can say yes. I mean, often I say no because I actually like my job and I want to work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I can say yes. You know, I don't like being tied to those schedules, so I don't really do the one-on-one thing. Well, I assume all your sales right now are I'm, completely automated, right? Like you literally wake up in the morning and, and have money come through overnight is yeah. you, you get that experience right <laughs> that's always fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah which means you could be in hawaii or could be in yeah exactly like we went to india for three months this year which is awesome <laughs> and i didn't i tried to do most of my work beforehand so i wouldn't have to you know do too much work while i was on the road but you know i still well, you the check- fact that i could go and i still had money coming in was you know it's amazing mm. I remember when I traveled for eight months and I, I came back with more money than I spent traveling, which never happens yeah, for most people, right? Much the trip, so that was, that was great. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay, so uh, one last question then, so I can see where you're going with this, uh, building out your back end and you know, building mm-hmm. a bigger business. Yeah. Uh, for the people who are listening to this, who they're Tracy back right at the start. They're, you know, they've got waitress jobs, they're not making much money, but they're, they're hearing stories like yours, they're hearing stories like friends, like so many other people today now who are, are making money, whether it's blogging or whatever, social media, um, selling products and services of their own. But they really, they, have, they don't have this confidence that you seem to have had when you were <laughs> getting started. Yeah, um, <laughs> what, would you, what would you tell them in terms of, you know, what's the most important thing to know at that stage, the very, very beginning? I think that if you, like I said, you're completely yourself, like 100%, and you don't give up, I think you're going to make it. Like, giving up is really the thing, because if you, you know, if what you're doing isn't working, you know, most people would just give up, and but you, you know, you have to keep going and seeing, like, okay, what's well, not working? How can I fix it? When obstacles come, you got to overcome them and just keep going. So I think that if you, yeah, if you're yourself, you're passionate about your niche, you have, you can teach people, you, and, you know, you just don't give up. I think you're going to make it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tracy, the lovevitamin.com, that's, your website. Is there any other websites or, or things you want to say before I wrap it up? Uh, nope. But if you are struggling with acne, you can come see me over at my blog. <laughs> and I would love to help you. <laughs> Definitely. So lovevitamin.com. And then Tracy's got obviously a ton of information about adult acne there if you're 
presently struggling with it. And also, I would recommend you go check it out just to see her products and you know how much she's charging, what they look like, uh, where she puts the links for affiliate products, her resources page, how her blog's structured. Go go read her life story. That's you know an important one in terms of getting getting to know Tracy. And you can just see the the formula for a a blog that sells digital products and services and how it works in a you know not. I don't think it's a fairly large niece. It's not tiny by any means a lot of people have acne so yeah. um yeah it's a great execution of that system and you know i'm obviously very very proud of you too as a blog <laughs> mastermind graduate tracy so <laughs> so exciting doing the interview <laughs> <laughs> awesome well thank you for coming on the call and i'll speak to you soon okay thanks and- Thanks, everyone, for listening in. uh, This has been an Entrepreneur's Journey podcast. You know where to go to find all my other episodes. You can Google my name, which is Yaro, Y-A-R-O, and that way you'll find my Entrepreneur's Journey blog. And just click the podcast tab to find all the past episodes. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you, everyone, for listening in, and I'll talk to you very soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.